and welcome in to a, another episode of the West Life podcast. The video went, ad went a little bit long then, but that's uh, that's okay. We've done a lot of a uh, lot of work behind the scenes here today, bringing up some nice, pretty, gra- pretty graphics as we uh, have a reminiscent reminisce pod and uh, forget about the West Tigers being rubbish at the moment and take a step back in time to. Uh, Days that we were good, and uh, the boys, we've all got five each, so strap yourself in as we relive uh, 20 games. So the three of us here on the show tonight, Shane also uh, sent through his as well, so we'll talk about his. Um, as always, we are sponsored by West Ashfield Leagues Club, uh, the best place to watch the game live and loud, and that goes for Origin on Sunday evening. And we are also sponsored by MG Pump Solutions. Shane uh, is, again, off tonight. But we've got from the uh, the Patreon OG, as is on with me tonight. And uh, as the boys saw a few guys in the comments, as people come in from YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter streams, give us a like on uh, on your platform there. It helps the algorithm. Uh, uh, helps the algorithm and um, share the show around. Welcome to all our new v- viewers as well. Our, we went a little bit viral this week. Rob, but um, yeah, they're talking. They're talking about us in the papers. Little old us. What do we? What do we do to hurt anyone, Rob? But nothing um, at all. Nothing <laughs> at all. Just a bit uh, of news from last week resurfacing this week. That's all. Yeah, that's it. And at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter, give us a follow and patreon.com forward slash Westlife uh, if you want to support the show like the guys did, and they get a bit of inside goss that um, yeah that. So the things that we can't say on air, we share with the guys on the Discord. And um, they shared a lot of content today. It was pretty cool talking about, obviously, we're telling the guys what we're doing tonight with the old stuff. And a lot of people were talking about old games that they were going to. So that was a little, a lot of fun as well. Uh, Rob Bashara, the man that uh, has been all over the rugby league news earlier in the week. Uh, how are you dealing with your... Uh, your notoriety growing again, Rob? Uh, the notoriety means nothing, Josh. It's just trying to get something done within the club, which I think I'm just beating my head against a brick wall, but at least we've made a bit of noise and it's up to Lee Hadjapentelis, really. As long as he keeps uh, the anchor, as I just put it on Twitter, the anchor, Justin Pascoe, around his neck, he's gonna, they're going to keep the fungus down. So um, we'll just see how it goes. We, we want to keep it positive tonight, mate. Yeah, it's all about... Um, it's a week off. We'll give the we'll give JP yeah. and uh, no, I'm never giving him a week off. I'm never giving him a week off. I'll put in a little stab every now and then. And Aaron Thompson, uh, welcome back to the show tonight. Thanks. You've knocked off work not that long ago, and you've you've done picked your five games uh, for us tonight as well. So thanks for yeah doing all that uh, last minute for us. How are you on this Thursday evening? Yeah, not too bad, Josh. Thanks. Uh, it's nice to be watching some Blues teams winning in the background as well, uh, and it's going to be a very good night of reminiscing and a week off for the team. So, looking forward to it very much. So, right. So, uh, should we get straight into it? Then let me bring up the uh, the screen. Give me five seconds. Apologies to you. Probably can tell. That uh, I sound a bit like Bill Laurie at the moment with my uh, blocked nose. 
and uh, cold at the moment. I'm literally I've been in bed the last forty eight hours with the man flu. So um yeah, this winter is just killing me, boys. Just I normally normally pretty fit and healthy most of the year, but um this winter has been absolutely brutal. Let us know in your comment in the uh in the comments too guys as we go along um talk about the games tonight. But Rob, your top five we've got up first. Let me uh round three, two thousand and five. West Tigers thirty seven, Bulldogs thirty six. Uh, tell us what you remember about this this one. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of two, a fair amount of two thousand and five tonight, but we tried not to do all two thousand and five in our in our, uh, in our uh, list. Fair bit to remember from this day, Josh. I remember being at a family lunch, and um, my youngest son Brendan had a running race at halftime in reserve oh, grade. Wow. Or something like that. I'm thinking, oh gosh, I really don't want to go to this. We we lost our first round, I think, against Para. Uh, you know, with a pretty reasonable score on. I think they they beat us by you know 12 to 14 points or something. And um, we had the bye, and obviously we're playing you know the grand finalists uh, from the year before, the winners actually. Um, so I just thought we were just going to get carved up. Arrived at the game, literally walked under the grandstand to get around to our seats at the back of the goalposts, and Canterbury gone in for their second try. And it was already 12-0 before I got there. And I'm like, what the hell am I in for this afternoon? And um, by the time we sat down, Hodjo scored a try under the post right near where we were sitting. So I got back to 12-6. Then they scored again. It was 18-6. And Fitzy got a try just before halftime to make it 18-12. And that was the start of basically a 30-0 run. And um, we put on one try in the second half that was just unbelievable uh, to hit the lead. Uh, to get us to 22-18. And anyway, we got to like 36-18. There was probably about 15 minutes left. And you, and you know with the Tigers, it's just never over. Like there's there's not a lead that we can ever be really comfortable with. Yeah. And uh, Braith and Asta had just this amazing 10, 15 minutes and they, they pulled it back to 36 all with, with a couple of minutes left. And I remember Roy Asatasi knocked the ball on a few tackles in from the kickoff. And then we we worked our way to a field goal position, took the early kick, got the field goal. Uh, Princey jumped up in the air into, into Benji's arms and and Scando was celebrating on the bench pretty much how he did seven months later when we won the premiership. So, yeah, it was a great day and I, I was kind of happy to be there after all. But to be brutally honest, if Brennan wasn't in a running race that day, I thought I'm not going to go watch our team get lapped because we, we played pretty poorly against Parramatta. So... Yeah, it was it was a good day, one of my favourite days, and and just a trivia thing too, guys. The the thirty seven thirty six scoreline, Canterbury's thirty six points even to this day is still the equal highest losing score for an wow. NRL for an NRL game. Yeah, there was one game about five years later where uh, Newcastle lost to the Gold Coast, thirty six thirty eight, and that's the, that's the equal highest losing uh, point score. So. Yeah, that's that's that's. But I remember that day very very well. So and it turned out I remember holding holding Brendan up at half at full time to the Canterbury supporters who were going crazy like holding <laughs> up like sacrificial lamb saying come and get him. Yet his reigning premiers. Yeah, he had his Tigers jersey on. He was only about six and a half seven years of age. So that's cool. The best place to watch all the action live and loud on the big screen for Game 2 of the State of Origin this Sunday as the Mighty Blues take on the Queensland Maroons is, of course, at West Ashfield. 
Kickoff is at 7:50 p.m. and you can enjoy the Gardens State of Origin burger and beer deal for just $19. For more information, visit West Ashfield's website, westashfield.com.au. Step up and play at the home of the West Tigers, West Ashfield, which are at 115 Liverpool Road, Ashfield. Terms and conditions apply. Drink responsibly. Yeah. Uh, who was it? Tiger 24-7, sorry. Said it was round two, not round three. I believe we had a, it was round three, but we had a bye round two. So it was our second game of the year. Is that correct? Yeah, I think so. I think it was, yeah, we had a bye and then we came off the bye. Yeah. So it was our second game, but we had a bye because there was an odd number of teams. It was pre-Titans. So it was yeah. an odd number of teams in the comp. Correct. Correct. And um, what was I going to say? I think, yeah, so we beat back-to-back grand finalists. So we beat the Roosters the next week as well um, in a pretty high-scoring game as well. I can't remember the score off the top of my head, but that was a pretty good game and very famous for the day. It was uh, sealed with a kiss from Benji to Scotty. Yeah. The best man love I've ever seen, not going to lie. That's right. Uh, Exactly right. Go for it. I was just going to say, I'll add to your trivia there, Rob. 2017, that was the – it was equaled again. Uh, the storm lost to the Gold Coast, thirty-eight, thirty-six. Oh wow! Okay, there you go. It was on the day. I, I remember it because I was watching the game on my phone while I was at my sister's twenty-first. Oh, there you go. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty good day all around. I, I, I think I stand corrected, but I'm pretty sure uh, Hodge didn't miss a goal. El Masri didn't miss a goal. So they were like twelve out of twelve for goal kicks. So we literally needed every goal kick or the field goal would have, you know, would have been inconsequential. But um, there's a try Bronson Harrison scores in the second half, guys. We literally had eight or nine different players touch the ball. It's one of the best tries I've ever seen. And and that's still, you know, I think it's, it's as good as the ones that, like, we scored against Cronulla at Shark Park and all that sort of stuff. It was just beautiful to watch. We had a really good team that just let the ball do the work back in those days. And it was good kind of reminiscing today. I was kind of getting goosebumps because I've, I've been in a pretty... I wouldn't say a shitty mood. Like, I didn't really care about the media stuff because like, that's just all negative with what's going on within our club. But, you know, the yeah. only positive stuff we've got to look back on is, is the memories of the past. And they'll never take 2005 off us, guys. Never. Yep. And, and that's the best thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, another thing I forgot to mention tonight. So we said on Monday we we're going to get an ex-West um, Tigers player on. He That was going to be Shane Walker. Uh, he was going to come back and help um yeah come on the show but he was kind enough to uh i called him up this afternoon for one of the games coming up tonight he did a bit of a, a bit of a clip for me i had a bit of a chat to him and last minute i was able to get john scandalis to um reminisce so obviously there's a lot of games that scando played uh in the ones we're talking about tonight so scando gave me a few comments uh about the games <coughs> excuse me there's going to be a lot of coughing tonight, guys. Sorry. It's not COVID, by the way. I've tested. I almost wish it was. I'm going to get, I haven't, haven't had it yet, and I want to fucking get it out of the way. But um, anyway, Scando, back to Scando. He, yeah, he got, had a good chat with me this afternoon and gave us a few good clips. Um, I'll play, play them as we go along when the games pop up. He did, there's obviously two Bulldogs games from 2005 we're going to talk about, and he kind of molded them in together. So we'll, um, okay. We'll talk. We'll let Scando talk about both Bulldogs when we get to the uh, next one. <coughs> oh man, um, it's gonna be great radio for the coughing coming coming down the line. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. 
Uh, Rob, you're number two. This one pretty um, memorable for myself as well. As well, round eleven, two thousand and thirteen. So Cowboys twenty-two. 20 over the Cowboys, a bit of a comeback win. It was pouring rain. We're on a massive losing streak. Um, myself, I was at this game. Uh, I only got there at halftime, so I was running running a fitness session uh, over in Marrickville, not far away, and basically jumped in the car as soon as I finished that and um, zoomed over, parked up, and ran in and made it in halftime. And, um, yeah, I was glad I made it for that one. What... Um, what are your memories of that soggy? I just remember being drenching wet on the uh, on the hill, but not absolutely giving a shit because it was such a good game. Yeah, I remember uh, not having tickets, but I figured it wasn't going to be too hard to get into the ground and watch the game. And as we're coming along City Westlink, just as we got to the start of the Bay Run, I've never seen it pour so hard. And I only had Brendan with me that night. Uh, and I said to him, Brendan, do you really want to go to this game? Like, we can turn around and just go home, watch it on TV. And he goes, come on, Dad, are you a tiger or what? I'm like, okay, he's, he's put the guilt trip on me. Yeah, good on you, Brendan. <laughs> and I, and, I'm, and I, honestly, in hindsight now, I know it meant nothing. Like, we had seven losses in a row. We were going pretty poorly under Michael Potter at the time. Uh, but we'd gone and we'd actually spoken to Michael Potter at a West Tigers night, had a really good chat with him, and he, he's, he's a really good bloke. And and I knew his head was in the right place with the club, and he, and he was a good person. And we ended up going to the game, and then we, we sat kind of, uh, as you're watching on TV, between the corner post and the goal post. I don't know if you've got the, well, the photo. So the picture's up on the screen, Rob. It's probably a bit small on your phone. But oh, if you look, look at the, the bottom oh, yeah. picture, the bottom picture on the screen, that white poncho in the background is Mr. Rob Basharos standing behind the post as Benji scores a try. Yeah, so. and uh, we could see Benji was about to get it. So that night was uh, a pretty cool night. We we had two tries actually from uh, Robbie Farrar, left-footed grubber kicks. Uh, we had a mad try from Corey Abidi up the left side uh, where he beat a couple of blokes and did really well to stay in. Uh, Jack Buchanan got that other try from Robbie Farrar off a grubber kick early in the second half. Then the Cowboys really came at us hard. And they hit the lead, and then after they hit the lead, they literally had three disallowed tries. Like three tries went up to the video, and they went up no tries. And and we all know the Cowboys have never won at Leichhardt, so we've we've got that great record. Or and even JT had never won at Leichhardt. So Thurston Thurston never won against the West Tigers outside of Queensland. Exactly. He's exactly. On Fourteen. I was a lot. One. I got a mate who's a Cowboys fan. I throw that stat at him all the time. Thurston never beat the Tigers in New South Wales. No, well, I think, it's such I think good because he's one what arguably top five best players ever. He yeah. never beat the Tiger. It's like a crazy, crazy stat. It's so good. I love it. Yeah, one of my favorite right. stats I think, ever. I remember under the Taylor era, we played him in State of Origin. It's probably the worst game I've ever watched in my life, where we literally did five hit ups and a bomb for eighty minutes straight down Lachlan Coote's throat. We lost. Was that four nil? It was four it was nil. Eight, eight, eight nil, I think. Eight nil. Yeah. At he didn't play that, did score, he? But it was, he didn't play. He didn't play because yeah. it was during State of Origin and he was obviously, you know, Queensland, I was at that game. Queensland's best player. So I was um, at that game yeah. by myself, I think. I, I, still, I just remember the stadium just being so, dead silent in yes. like boredom almost. Like it was just, you could hear a pin drop in the stadium because it was just like such bad football. Yeah. And um, anyway, back to this game. So then obviously like we're behind. They've got those three no tries, as I've said. And then with about two to three minutes to go, we're attacking on their line. Uh, Benji gets a ball out. I think it was to Ashford. I can't remember exactly who it was. But then whoever the centre was gives it to 
uh, Noffa and he does some really good work and, and scores in the corner and we win the day and, you know, we're jumping up and down. And then I remember Brendan and I went around to the to the hill and we wanted to get our photos in front of the goalpost, in front of the scoreboard. It was just pretty corny and pretty stupid, but it just felt like we'd been through like some sort of big event because the rain just did not stop the whole game. It was it was crazy, but it was just such a good bonding moment, you know, for me and my son. And yeah, and it's funny, we, we never made anything of that year. Like it was a terrible year for the West Tigers, but I, I just love that game. It was just a, a yeah, great yeah. night with my son and being at the footy. And, and, you know, that's what footy is, you know, footy has a lot to do with family. And, and that was a great night for, for me, you know, in terms of my family. Yeah. As it, any memories of this game? I think I actually remember watching this game on um, Fox earlier this year. Uh, they had they had a day in the preseason where it was best Tigers wins or something like that, and that game that was yeah Rob's one and this one as well were both on there. I hadn't actually seen this game until then. A lot, I'll just come out and say now, a lot of my knowledge of the Tigers and the NRL is 2015 onwards when I really started getting into it. Um, but I I have vague memories of some of these earlier games. Um, this wasn't one of them, but I did enjoy watching it. Uh, on TV earlier this year in the commentary. Yeah, I think I remember them saying something about the Tigers being on a seven-game losing yeah. run yeah. going into this. So. It, it wasn't a great season. But um, right at round three, uh, so Robbie 300, uh, th- what, three years ago now, uh, we beat the Knights 28-26 up in Newcastle, Rob. But um, obviously Robbie's 300th. Is um a big one. He scored a try, a meat pie as well that night. I didn't think you were going to run me with five games in a row. I'm going to be out of breath, but that's okay. We'll do it that way. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was a great day. Uh, I, w- I was actually I'd organised from a couple of weeks early to get uh, leave off work a bit early, uh, and obviously drove up to Newcastle. Uh, had the privilege of sitting with all the Farrah friends and family at the time. And uh, and also the privilege of actually being in the guard of honour when they came out of the dressing room and well, uh, with awesome. everyone. Yeah, that that was that was really special. I'll be honest, I wasn't expecting a win that night, um, but what a night it was! And especially like after we sat down, uh, like ten minutes in, they were up twelve nil. Uh, Paul Momorowski had a really poor start to the game that night, uh, and I remember he, he dropped a ball, getting pushed back into the in goal, and Ramian fell on it and. Ponga, Ponga did one of those typical Ponga tries a few minutes later, but then we really got back into it. Uh, Corey Thompson got a first half double, and Benji scored a try in typical Benji fashion, which was it was almost like a gift to Robbie Farron and say, "Hey, mate, this is how much I love you. I'm going to bring back some of the old footwork," uh, which he did. Uh, gave us a lead in the half time. Uh, Brooksy had a good game that night. He carved up Kurt Mann. I, I remember Kurt Mann back then was not the Kurt Mann we see today. He was quite weak at 5'8", and we were cutting holes every time we went on that left edge. So he had a pretty poor game. Uh, they struck straight after halftime uh, with a try, and, and it kind of went back and forth. Robbie scored Robbie scored a typical try from dummy half, which went up to the video, looked at, a little bit dodgy, and one of those sort of decisions we normally never get. But I think given it was Robbie's 300, I think he held onto the ball anyway. But uh, rounded the ball, we got the try. Uh, they came back. Uh, they got a, a late try to Kenny Dow um, and Ponga missed a conversion. And then we were like hanging on for dear life uh, for a little bit. We got down there, ran with a couple of minutes to go. And I remember Benji put a kick in for Michael Cheekham 
and Ponga just absolutely KO'd him in the head uh, with a shoulder charge in, in the in goal with a couple of minutes left. And uh, the game stopped for quite a few minutes. It, it looked pretty pretty bad for a while. And then uh, MCK got uh, taken off and we just kept them down that end and they, they never got a look in after that. So, yeah, but it was, it was a great victory. I went into the dressing room after the game. The, the, the scenes were amazing. And then we went out uh, to a pub afterwards as well for a bite to eat and whatever. And, yeah, didn't get home till two in the morning or so. It was, it was just a great yeah, night. Yeah, nice. Yeah, good fun. As what are your recollections of this game? Do you remember this one? I was at that game. Uh, that was a lot of fun. The only bad memory I have of it was there was a Knights fan near me uh, up in the top part of the grandstand on the far side who uh, had some choice words to say to Cheek M as he was getting stretched off, similar to what I experienced the other night. But you get that. It was, yeah, it was just a lot of fun to watch. I I lost my tree a little bit when Rob scored. I just thought it was so special, him scoring in game 300. Back for the Tigers, yeah. Yeah, great night. Uh, sorry, Rob. Yeah, I shouldn't have, should have done all, all these in order. Well, That's all right, mate. I'll just go to sleep after I finish my five. It's all good. <laughs> uh, round 21, 2009. So another Robbie Farrar uh, special because he kicked the winning field goal, uh, 1918, over Manly. What, um, what can you tell us about this one? Well... Uh, my the next game we're going to do is also a manly game, which is the first game for next year, and these were quite different games. So, this was a game, uh, I remember because we'd actually gone on our first ever like holiday overseas. Uh, the whole family we just got back from from the US and we went out to the SFS uh, for the game and we got off to a flyer. Um, we were winning something like 18 nil at half time or, or thereabouts. Uh, I'm just trying to remember who the try scorers were. I've, I've just had a little bit of mental blank. But anyway, we're up 18, 18 nil. Um, we then they got back to 18 six shortly after half time. Uh, we got to 19 six, I think, with a field goal from Robbie Farrow with about 20 minutes left. And then Manly just threw everything at us. Like Watmau was premium Anthony Watmau back then. He was probably the best back rower in the world. Uh, Tony Williams was playing like the T-Rex that he was nicknamed with. Uh, they got back to 1918 with about probably five or six minutes left. And then it was just pandemonium. I remember my boys saying, we're going to lose, we're going to lose. I'm actually, the one time I felt confident, I actually said, boys, just trust these boys. that They'll be okay. They'll hang on. They'll hang on. And Matt Orford went for a field goal that just missed the post. Um, and then uh, we, I think but they forced the goal line dropout and then they had another shot for field goal, which we charged down and they were literally like 10 metres out from our line in the last minute. And I can't remember who the forward was for Manly. He was a, he was a back row forward. He, they went down our, our left side, which was their right side. And if he just looked to his right, it was three on one and he just tucked the ball under his arm and tried to be the hero and score. Uh, took, got tackled about a metre or two out. So Manly shift the ball left, gets to Orford. Orford runs sideways looking for Tony Williams, uh, throws a desperation pass. The ball goes behind Williams and into touch. And You're talking about uh, gl- the other back row was Glenn Hall. That no, that's who it might have been. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. You, you've got a better memory than me. So no, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking up. I'm looking. I've got a computer in front of me, Rob. I, yeah, no, I that's all didn't good. know that oh, off, did, off the top of my head. I don't know how you know Glenn Hall because he got tackled <laughs> short of the line. So yeah, no, I read it on the stats. Okay. 
Okay, cool. Well, anyway, um, the ball goes into touch. It's like 40 seconds left or thereabouts. So the game was pretty much over. We had to feed the scrum, hold the ball. We ran the clock out and there it was. But it was a, just a crazy game because we dominated the first half and looked like it was going to be a cakewalk. And even I remember Warren Smith saying in the commentary, you know, the Tigers almost got enough points to win the game. He said that at 18-0 and he was right. We needed one more point. Um, and, yeah, so we ended up hanging on and... Uh, We'd been on a bit of a roll and, and it looked like we were going to make the finals and we ended up meeting Parramatta uh, in an infamous game on a Friday yeah. night where we lost the a couple of... Chase. yeah. Yeah, we lost Taniella to Iaki for the rest of our lives and, and yeah. uh, we had some missed goals from Benji that 8-0 and Luke Burt had an eight-point try and, yeah, there was all sorts of weird stuff. Like, if we'd have won that game, I think we might have kicked on, but we lost to Iaki and I actually think, from memory, we lost Rob Louie as well and... Then the next couple of weeks, we were just decimated. But we, we yeah. Parra and us had gone on a bit of a run. And I actually thought, I actually think the 2019 was as good a team as 2010 and 11. And we didn't even make yeah. the finals. So we, we could have really done done something. But yeah, that Manly game just kept our momentum going. And and yeah, we, we looked the goods. You know, we, we played that West Tigers style that, you know, that we've all grown to love. Uh, we just lost as, well, got it back. Um, yeah, the 2009 season, you hit the nail on the head. I was going to say just that the run that we went on that year, we should have been the, the, the form we're in running into the finals. If 10, yeah, 10 yellow doesn't get injured and we like the, the Eels were the hottest team in the league. And we, if, um, if it wasn't for Jared Haynes, Chip and Chase, poor Timmy Molson, uh, couldn't, yeah, couldn't regather the ball. I'll give um, you a bit, of, a bit of trivia, Josh. A few years later, I I don't know how, but after the grand final, I bumped into um, Corey Payne, who was our back rower in 2009, and he just lost the grand final. It would have been 2012, I think it was. Yeah. And I, I just went up to him at this bar and I said, mate, you know, commiserations, you know, on losing the grand final, you know, it was a real good opportunity. And he goes, and he said to me, he didn't even know I was a Tiger supporter. He said to me, he goes, yeah, he goes, I know like we were close to a grand final, but I, I always believed that the best chance I had of winning a grand final was 2009. And like yeah, I, got, right. I got goosebumps when he said that because I, that's exactly what I wanted to hear because he realised what a good team we had in 2009 and, and you know, yeah. the, the Robbie Benji in their prime sort of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. there you go. All right, last one, and then uh, we'll go on to... Shane's. Well, you got to talk about Shane's as well because obviously he's not here. But um, obviously, fast forward round one, 2010, uh, we beat the Manly Seagulls again, 26-22. I was at this one. Um, yeah, that was a good game to be at, at the SFS. I think I was sitting behind the posts at this one. I can't remember. There's two two Manly wins at the SFS. I get them confused. Okay, well, this was the first game of the year. Um, I wasn't at this game. I actually remember because I like every Monday night is dinner at mum's and we had like relatives over as well. So as soon as dinner was over, we, we moved in front of the TV and watched the game. And we scored really early after two or three minutes. Uh, Lottie Takiri got a try off a really nice short yep. size yep. move. His first game that, for the club too. First game and first touch with the ball. So uh, we got to 4-0. We missed a kick. We're not going to talk about the rest of the first half at all because yeah. Manly got to a 24 lead. 
yeah, uh, twenty points to four feet. Yeah. And it just and it just looked like you know we were shot to bits. And even the second half, we weren't weren't really going anywhere. Um, we we started looking like we were, we were threatening a little bit. And with just over twenty minutes to go, we we made a little bit of an inroad down the left hand side. Uh, Robbie nearly scored a couple of meters out from the line. And then we did we did like a, literally a couple of passes. Like if you see the pass from dummy half, I can't remember who it was, but from dummy half to Rob Louie, from Rob Louie to Tim Molson. They literally, the two passes went about 40 metres combined. And then Tim Molson had a terrific 20 minutes. Uh, he made this outstanding run, uh, ran ran outside his man. Uh, Bo Ryan came inside, got the ball, scored. Uh, literally from the kickoff, uh, we that we put on a little move uh, late in the tackle count. Robbie Benchy threw to Maltz back on the inside. A bit of that Melvin Storm move, if you remember the, the move yeah. they always used to do with Billy Slater coming up the yeah. middle. We yeah, that move was killer. Yeah, yeah, we did we did that move, and then uh, Fulton ends up ends up scoring, and yeah, we just I just remember we kicked on and kicked on, and then the thing that that I remember the most was even though did, we didn't get a try from that tackle, and I've mentioned it before on the podcast actually, Lottie Takiri's run up the sideline like Lottie Takiri, Lottie Takiri, two thousand and ten. I'll probably get slammed by a few people here because everyone loves you know vintage. Taniella Tuiaki and, you know, probably vintage Paddy Richards. But Lottie 2010, even though he was 29 years of age, he was absolute beast mode. And yeah, he was amazing. He's the best winger I've ever seen. You know, I, I know we got him after a broken arm the year after and he wasn't the same and he looked a bit slower at South, even though he won the comp. But he made, makes this run up the left-hand sideline and he had the presence of mind. He knew that Brett Stewart could take him into touch. So he kind of like just backed off a little bit, made sure he stayed in, absolutely crunched Brett Stewart, who ended up having to be taken off. And from the ensuing tackle, you know, we, we, we shifted out to the right. And as Robbie's getting tackled, he does this crazy grubber kick from the outside of his left foot that bananas and, and somehow Gareth Ellis gets the ball and, and gets the try. And, and, you know, we end up getting the lead. We had to hang on the last four or five minutes uh, to try and win the game. And, and the game was effectively over when we they ran the ball on the last tackle with about a minute or so left. But uh, something really dirty happened in that game. So literally with about 30 seconds left, Daniel Fitzhenry was taking a hit up. And as he's falling to the ground, George Rose just absolutely king hit him in the head, even though he was like probably two foot off the ground by then. Um, and then pandemonium broke. Well, like Bryce Gibbs just runs in straight away and starts an all-in. And I'm thinking... Jesus, they're going to get a penalty here, like, you know, if we strike first. But luckily the ref realised it was uh, Rose's fault. Somehow he didn't get sent off. He just got a sin bin. But I guess with 20 seconds left, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, and the game ended and, uh, yeah, we we made a memorable comeback and we thought, how good is 2010 going to be? And it turned out a pretty good year, really. Like One, one point from the won, grand final. I think we should have won that comp. The, the Roosters game will always go down in, in history as as you know, oh, one of the best away. semifinals ever. And yeah, we, we probably should have been up by twenty-four points at halftime yeah. in that semifinal. Somehow we came back and beat Canberra a week later after that loss. And, you know, we, we said we're not going to talk about finals, but how we didn't get a penalty for Jeremy Smith kneeing Lottie Takiri in the back, you know, when the game was all tied with about five or six minutes left in the preliminary final against St. George is just absolute bullshit. And uh yeah. Yeah, I, I don't forget these things, Josh. <laughs> so, no, we don't. We don't. No, carry uh, a grudge. Uh, righto, moving on to Shane's favourite game. So, 
back to 2005, round 24, 54 to 2 over the Bulldogs. We scored how many? Five, six, seven, nine eight, tries. Nine tries uh, on the Bulldogs. Uh, Scan, right, this is the first one that I've got a bit of audio from Scan, Scando. So this is his, what he remembers from playing against the Bulldogs in 2005. Oh, no, I don't have it. Rob, you talk about it <laughs> while I upload it. I haven't uploaded it. Okay. Well, I, I'm glad to say I was Edit there. that out. I was there on the uh, in the grandstand on the camera side of the field. Um, Canterbury got an early penalty and went for the goal, which was probably the smartest thing they did, or they would have lost to nil. Uh, the, the boys were wearing the sort of modern Balmain jersey sort of thing, like the retro jersey that was very, very orange and, and pretty sexy. And uh, the boys just turned it on, guys. They literally let the ball do the work. Uh, one thing that stands out for me is Benji running down the right-hand sideline. Uh, I think he scored a try and, like, improved his angle under the post there. But uh, I just remember just thinking, you know, pinch me, I'm dreaming. Like, this just isn't – you cannot play rugby league this beautifully. Like, it, rugby league's meant to be a tough sport, bash each other, you know, whoever defends better. And we were just like – playing rugby league like it was basketball. It really was. It was just pretty to watch. And, you know, kind of, you kind of knew like something special was building, but you just thought, can we really replicate this against the Brisbane's and the St. George's and the Paras and, you know, but against against the weaker teams, we could, you know, really do a number on them. And, and yeah, it was just a pleasure to be there, Josh. Really, really good game. Absolutely. Yeah, I was there uh, that one. I was at a lot of games in 2005, like most people. Uh Smiling saying, as do you reckon you can, while I play Scando's audio, which I've got ready to go now, uh, Smiling saying, is this our biggest win ever? Can you, are you able to look up that stat for us? I will give it a go. I reckon it is. Yeah, it has to be up there. But uh, here's Scando's, now, here is Scando's thoughts on playing the Bulldogs 2005. Yeah, remember that well. And, ben, and Benji... Almost ran him back to the other side of the try, other try line. Yeah, picked him up, celebrated so hard. So, um, yeah, that was good. That was that was pretty. I remember that as well. And then I think we we touched him up again, uh, back into the fifty-four or something, wasn't it? Something yeah, fifty-four to big score. Fifty-four to two. So that's yeah. Uh, that's our next one. What do you remember from uh, from that one? Oh, mate, I think that was when you know we were. I think we either were going on a bit of a streak or we were coming off like we, I think we'll start of the street, can't remember what it was. I think we were still in the middle of the street we yeah. And we we're just playing that type of that style of football. I think a couple of the tries that we scored, I remember some of the tries that we scored were just, you know, freakish, you know, you know, ten ten passes, six, seven passes, full length of the try where Bronson Harrison scored. Um, everything we basically did just seemed to work. Um, you know, Princey and, and Benji and Dean Hallatow were, were basically coming into their, you know, this purple patch where they whatever they did just worked for us. Um Paddy was on fire. Yeah, it's just I just remember the, I just remember how how synced we were um as a team when we you know, we just we could just do whatever we wanted and, and it would pay off for us. So you know, the forwards were doing the job, backs were doing the job and you know, we're making Benji look good. So was, <laughs> as always the forwards do the the, the yard hard stuff and, and Benji and Princey and Hodge looked um awesome. My co okay host uh, uh, Rob reminded me that you actually popped the pass for Hodjo for the first try of the game. Yeah, I was. 
Yeah, the guy, I can't remember who it was, he actually slipped over, so he left a bit of a gap for me, which helped. But, um, yeah, I reckon Hodjo being a, a support player that he is, yeah. such a great sport, um, yeah, he was just there at the right time. And I managed to, yeah, yeah we got the hands free and, and put Hodjo through. So, um, yeah, I remember that remember that well. So, But that's what I mean. Like, that was the time. That's where we were as a team at that stage. You know, we were we were just in sync with each other. And um, obviously, the you know, the rest, the future, the rest of us, you know, we all know how, where it led to. But I think that was, you know, the start of, well, almost the start of where how we were playing so well yeah. um, as a team. So, yeah, first uh, little bit clip of Scando. Obviously, um, yeah, he... Uh, yeah, a year to remember. So we got as we go through 2005, he talked about all the games. We're going to reminisce there. Uh, yeah, this one for myself. Yeah, I've I've got that jersey, but not in JFTA. I'm kind of annoyed. Uh, I had that jersey with Proton Cars on it, the same jersey. The yeah. JFTA one. It because um, it's I'm pretty sure it's the only game that we wore that that year from memory. And just when you see it with the JFT, you just remember like one of the best games ever because just rubbing it like the Bulldogs were reigning premiers. Like in, just to, to do that to them is just insane. Like, like incredible night. It's just, yeah, it was just in shock that we could do no wrong. I don't think we've had ever had a game since where literally the entire game just is just us, but that's as Scando said, the boys were just uh, in sync massively. I reckon the right. first final, the first final against North Queensland, Josh was yeah, probably that's true. One that was just as in sync, but yeah. but I, I think you're right about Hodge uh, about Scando getting the the game sort of meshing them together because the the um, Bronson Harrison try that he's scoring about uh, t- talking about was in the first game, right? The, the okay. length, the length of the field yeah. try, so it's yeah. kind of intertwined everything there. It's 17 years ago and a lot of tackles and hit-ups uh, oh, since then. So, um, and I, yeah. you did it last minute, but... Um, he was involved in that try too. He did a really nice over-the-shoulder yeah. pass to Hodger at the, at the very beginning of it. Uh, as did you... Was it our biggest score? Uh, not our biggest score, but it is Sorry, a tie our biggest for our margin. biggest... It is. It's, it's, it's in a tie. So it's that one. Um, and we beat the... The dogs again in 2008, 56 to 4. So, yep, okay. 52 points is our biggest winning margin. Both against the dogs. How good. Uh, can't, well, I hate them. Uh, right, Shane's second one, round 21, 2011. Uh, that was played at my place of birth, Graham Park in Gosford. Uh, yeah, we beat the, beat the Seagulls 14 12. This is, I think everyone remember. Benji's no look pass to Chrissy Lawrence setting up um yeah him in the corner that just incredible I don't know if he had to do it like I guess it gave Chrissy Lawrence just that little bit more time because of Brett Stewart as he drew him past him didn't expect him to throw it to his left and he just puts it on his chest without looking just insane prime golden boot year for Benji do you remember much of this one as Honestly, I I know very little about this one. Okay, this is before <laughs> your time. Uh, Rob, yeah, what do you much. remember this one? Uh, I, I remember my son, Rob Jr., doing a, a Tigers pump video to this because we, we believed that the Rob Louie try basically turned our season around. We were just going nowhere in the first half. 
Um, and I think there was a, a kick put through or a pass put through. I just can't remember exactly how it was. Um, and then the second half, we launched a comeback. Uh, probably shouldn't have talked about, you were mentioning Benji up the left there, Josh. Uh, there was another one up the right where I think Robbie throws a pass to Aishford that would conservatively be three metres forward, but we'll take it. <laughs> so, so that was that was that try might have come that that break might have come before the Benji one, but yeah, it was just a it was a really good night, and that was the moment we kind of thought, right, oh, we, we're going on a run here because we had to play St George a week or two later. It was around just after the middle of the year or thereabouts, and and we went on like a nine game winning streak, uh, and yeah, it was, it was a good time to be a Tigers fan. Uh, right, we'll move through them. Uh, to the next one, but yeah, I I was at that game. Obviously, yeah, been I was still living up the Central Coast then, I think as well, twenty eleven. So yeah, wasn't wasn't a far trip for me to get to that one. And yeah, again, come coming from behind and beating Manly, uh, yeah, can't go wrong with that one. Uh, another one, a very random one, round twenty two, two thousand and five. So we were obviously in that winning streak. We beat the Canberra in Canberra. Benji Marshall has a really good record against the Raiders um, from memory. So, yeah, it was a bit of a Benji Marshall. The whole team was obviously on a roll uh, on this day. But, uh, Rob, what do you remember of of us beating uh, the Raiders 22-14, 2005? Uh, there's actually another Raiders game we played as well with a massive comeback. I think it might have been on Easter How Sunday. We 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 were down by a bunch. No, this is this is a different one. This is in our okay. in our premiership winning year. Uh, what I remember about it. I the remember... other game was at Campbelltown when Benji basically off the scrum steps and run no, goes no. straight through them to score. It's another one. We we were down like maybe even eighteen points. I, I'll I mean some, hopefully one of the viewers will remember, but it, uh, I know Takiri was in the game, so it would have had to have been. 2010 or 11 because he was with South in 2012. I'd say it was 2011 and we, we launched a pretty big comeback. But anyway, let's get on to this game. So this was 2005. Uh, another great day, you know, for me personally, like me, Lisa and the boys, we, we drove down to Canberra, had the flags hanging out of the car, bipping horns with all the Tiger supporters on the way down there, uh, you know, stopped in to, to get something to eat. We knew the Tigers were staying at, uh, at the hotel there, so we, we kind of uh, went to see them and to be honest they looked really tense when they were getting on the bus they looked quite nervous and and quite worried and um that probably showed because we were down i think 14 nil or thereabouts at half time uh, yeah, pete said that yeah Dan- daniel Fitzhenry, daniel Fitzhenry had arguably the best game he's ever had for the club and what i do remember from being at the game was just before half time canberra kicked this ball through and they were like three on one uh, three Canberra players chasing and Daniel Fitzhenry chasing and like Fitzhenry had Buckley's of getting to the ball and he snuffed out the try and we and we went into half time only 14-0 down. Uh, Scotty Prince just grounded them to death with his kicking game in the second half. And then we ended up just, just coming over the top. And and I remember I think Fitzy doing another a few more good things in the second half. He he just had one of the greatest games I think he ever played for the club. So yeah, just a, a good day. And I just remember being really pumped up because I was absolutely copping it left, right and centre from Canberra fans. And I was trying to be cool because I had a young family, et cetera, et cetera. But after, <laughs> the, after the game, I carried on like a total, I won't like this word, F-wit. 
I carried on <laughs> like it. I was proud of it. I was looking for trouble. I didn't care. I just want everyone to know 2005 was going to be our bloody year and no one was going to fucking stop us. And it was just worth the drive down there. And then the same on the way home, as I said, bipping all the other supporters on there and, you know, giving fist pumps yeah. to each other. And it was just just good times, man. Just They can't be it. They really can't. It was so good. I'd say I got, I got a little bit of Scando uh, reminiscent on this one. Sort of. I know Fitz Henry scored a few tries, a couple of tries, or he scored the winning try. I can't remember what it was. Um, but, um, I, yeah, I, I remember the game. I don't remember too much detail of that game, but I just remember Fitzy having a, a pretty good game for us. Um, I can't remember if he scored one or two. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, was that the one Croker missed the kick? I can't remember. No, that was. I believe that was a 2011 semi. Oh, okay. Sorry, 2010. Oh, okay, yeah. 2010 semi. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, that was the yeah, But I remember that one with Fitzy. Fitzy had a bit of a pretty good game for us. Um, scored a couple of tries, but yeah. I don't remember yeah, too, too, too much detail about that one. Yeah, Skinner, not a big. You didn't remember too much of that one, but um, gave us a, a little bit there. I, I, to be honest, I don't remember this game. Uh, that much either. Maybe because one of the games I wasn't actually at in that run. Uh, and just for the uh, listeners, I did not hear any of those audios, by the way. So they're, they're random to me. So, so that sorry, say that again. I'm just saying I, I never, I've, I haven't heard any of these Scando audios. So oh right, yeah, yeah. I haven't played in. Said I've heard it gone about Fitzhenry because Fitzhenry had an absolute blinder that day. He, yeah. he played so good. Yeah. Uh, righto, a little bit um, further along, round one, 2015, West Tigers beat the Titans 19-18 with a Pat Richards field. Pat Richards scored two tries, kicked three goals, and then the winning field goal that night. I remember exactly where I was at. It was a pub in Balmain. I'm trying to think which pub it was. Uh, what are the pubs in Balmain, Rob? Oh, gosh. Uh, it was one of them. I just remember it was the first game, first West Tigers game I ever watched with my girlfriend, now wife. The Orange um, Grove? Uh, it might have been the Orange. No, no, in Balmain, not... not oh, Balmain. Not... Okay. Yeah, over in Balmain. I don't know. But anyway, I don't know. One of the main pubs um, in Balmain. So there was a lot of Tigers fans in there. Uh yeah, a few people were commenting. I don't know. I can't. I don't know Balmain. I honestly haven't been a Balmain that much in my life. I, uh, despite being a Balmain fans, yeah, Alex, there's a million pubs in Balmain. It's it's. The, I'm pretty sure it's the one. If you watch Tiger Town last year, when they were filming uh, Benny Ciro, like all the old Tigers players, that one yeah. that they filmed in. I, I can't remember yeah. what it's called. Uh, anyway, I watched it. It was the first game I'd ever watched with my wife. So. The fact that we won, she kind of didn't know what what I was like when we uh, when a Tigers loss um, had come up. This, the thing that sucks just on my uh, re- relationship with my wife is we've been together eight years, nearly, and we haven't seen a Tigers semi-final. Like, has done everything. We've had a kid, like, bought a house, got married, still haven't seen a West Tigers semi-final. Like, it's just... Still lingering there. When when are we going to see a semi-final together? But um, yeah, what do you all remember? As this is a little bit further along, were you? Do you remember this one? 
I remember I didn't actually catch this whole game. Uh, I ended up starting it uh, late into it, but I did see the Paddy Richards field goal right at the end and the commentators saying that we broke the Titans' hearts or something like that. I I have vague recollections of that game on TV. Seems like it was a really bloody good game, one that could have gone either way, and apparently we were a little bit lucky to win, but hey, sometimes the lucky wins are the best ones. Yeah. Uh... Rob, what are your and Alex said was it the Sackville uh, the Sacky yeah Sackville yeah well I think it was Sackville a few people have said Sackville yeah that's the one that's what I was trying to think of thanks guys um, yeah Rob memories I, of this game I, I would actually have to watch the highlights of this I don't know why I can't remember it I I don't know why I don't remember a first round victory with a field goal in there so I actually can't remember it guys I'm I'm sorry to say. Oh really? I can't remember it. I, don't, I, I remember, I remember, uh, like Farah kicking a field goal in Golden Point at yeah. the top. I remember that. That was that I, one. I remember a game. I don't think this was a game though, but I remember a game where we were we were gone for all money, and then we did a charge down. It might have even been Farah again that did. The that charge. was Farah. Yeah, he got held yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, held back, and we got a penalty and kicked the I goal. I was at that game too. And I think we might have won that in Golden Point too. I can't remember, but this yeah. one, this one doesn't seem like it's Golden Point. It seems like it's normal time. Yeah, and it was in. I don't know why I can't remember it. Uh, I'll pull it up. I think it was. The, I'll pull it up. I think it was the seventy ninth minute or something. Yeah, basically it was, the game. The game ended because he he slotted it from miles out. He just had a crack on the buzzer from memory. Okay. Uh, Twenty fifteen round one. Uh, Peter's. Yeah, 2012. Yeah, I was I was up there for the uh, the Broly Farrah charge okay. down one. Yeah, yeah, it was the 79th minute. Pat Richards yeah. field goal, 79th minute. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Good Patty Richards uh, moment. And I'll go yeah, find that game and watch it. We had a lot of hope in that team. Uh, a lot of young yeah. talent that uh, management let slip through our hands. But anyway, I mean, looking at this, I'm I've. I've got all of the scores up right now. It's kind of funny. Pat Richards nearly beat the Titans on his own. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Last one for Shane's round 14, 2011. Someone mentioned this in the comments before. So a comeback win in New Zealand, 26, 22 over the Warriors. Uh, What are your, I obviously wasn't at this game. I've never been to the North Island and New Zealand. So, uh, I think I do remember watching this at home. I was only 23. Uh, I remember, I think I was pretty hungover. It was a, it was a Sunday afternoon, wasn't it? It, it was Sunday a, afternoon. It was a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. I, was, I was at a wedding at, in like in Lidcombe. And I remember just, I was just upset with how bad the score was going. I left the wedding and went to the pub at Barella. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with, with my cousin who was at the wedding and I left my wife in there and I just remember that the comeback was just unbelievable so I, I didn't see the whole game but I remember Benji having a big game and and funny enough I still think Gareth's flick pass was as good as yeah. anything he's ever done in his life Amazing, so I remember yeah. that very well I remember Ashford playing pretty well that day too but and we were running right to left in the second half I, I remember all that but yeah never saw the first half and even if I had the game on tape, I don't think I'd watch the first half anyway based on what the score was. But, yeah, really, really famous comeback win. We just killed them the last 20 minutes. 
Uh, Smiling Saint says, I remember avoiding spoilers because it was a game, Channel 9 game, uh, delay game. Yeah, I still can't believe that we used to watch football on delay. Like, oh. just, like, we're just so, I mean, when I was a kid, I used to listen to about, to be able to know what was going, because obviously no internet in the 90s. So, used to listen to another game on the radio and wait for the score updates. That was basically how you could follow the Tigers most of the time. And then now that we can literally watch every game live on, like, you can be anywhere on your phone at a wedding. Like, you can never not miss a game. But the fact that we watch games on delay when social media was, like, social media was starting to come in and text messages and stuff, 2011, like, and people would, if you're at the game, you couldn't message anyone for an hour because they hadn't seen the result yet. Just crazy times in the first world problem. But um, oh, Josh, yeah. when, I, when I was a kid, that that was even up until the time I was an adult. We only yeah. had we only had a Sunday replay match of the day with either you know Rex Moss or Channel Seven back in the day, and then later on when Channel Ten got it with Ray Warren on and Graham Hughes. And then if you wanted to watch the Saturday game, which ABC used to do live to regional Australia. Um, so we only had four main channels. We didn't even have pay TV, yeah. channel two, seven, nine, and 10. But yeah, there was 28 when I was a kid. But uh, channel two's regional channel was channel 5A. And it was just some sort of beautiful act of God that my dad's cousin who lived at Castle Cray could pick up channel 5A. So <laughs> so we'd go every Saturday and, and, and watch yeah. the game, whatever was going on at the cricket ground at the time. But yeah, we only got why, one game. Why and- would it be? So why was it only shown regional? Uh, I guess so. People would go to the game. I'm I'm not really sure why. Uh, the cri- I mean, the cricket used to do that. I remember as a kid, if the cricket game didn't sell out, uh, if it was in your city and the game didn't sell out, yeah, then the channel nine couldn't broadcast it live until like the second innings or something. Like the second team was batting, yeah, something well, we, like that. So, yeah. We- yeah, we literally get one that one game on the Saturday. Then all the other games would be played at three o'clock on a Sunday, all simultaneously. So back in a twelve-team competition, so one game Saturday, five games Sunday. And while you're at the game, they'd announce the progress scores of the other games yeah, around. Yeah, I remember that. And you'd get boos and cheers depending on where you were on the table and who you wanted to lose and and all that sort of stuff. So it was just a different era. Even when you listened on the radio, they'd go around the grounds and yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's how updating the score and it was just a different yeah. world. But you know, it was kind of cool too. I kind of enjoyed it. Like we're spoiled now. We get to see eight games live every week. Back then, we got to see one and games game, are all separate. One game in full on delay that went from four yeah. p.m. to six p.m. You know, basically for me. So yeah, yeah different times. And the like, obviously, I don't know why they did it, but the the games always had to finish at six because Channel Nine wanted the Sunday news was the most watched thing um, in in Sydney. It was six, six o'clock news on Sunday, and that was because the football led into it. So yeah, well, we never um, never had that problem because it was a three o'clock game, and it was. Yeah. If they showed the game in full, they made sure you got and the ads, the ads in between. I don't, I don't watch Channel Nine anymore. It's all on Fox. Just... Yeah, yeah, same here. Yeah, <laughs> but um, um, yeah, there, there was no golden point back then either. So a draw was a draw, and the game's over. So, yeah. how old do we sound right now, As? Uh, a lot younger than, than me. <laughs> <laughs> I, my memories of delayed games. I have a. I feel like 
there was a time where Channel 9 had, uh, they played both Friday games, but they both started at 8. So there was one live at 8 and then one replayed after that one finished around 10. Am, am, am I alone in remember, remembering yeah, that? Yeah, or? yeah. The, the, you're talking about the Saturday night, sorry? Friday night. I thought it was, I thought it was Friday. Uh, I remember Saturday night, you could press the red button and choose. Two games would, would be at 7.30 and they'd play one after the other. In Queensland, they'd play the Cowboys live and then down here, they'd play the Sydney game live and then That's reverse. Right. And reverse, so that's how they do yeah. it. Correct. Or you can press the red button and switch to the other one. That's right. Okay. So I, it's good that they. I mean, it's good and bad because they every game you can watch every game now and they don't overlap, but it also means that less games are Sunday afternoon, and like or Saturday afternoon. So it's yeah. If you like going to the games, like I guess you kind of miss every game, most of the games being Sunday afternoon because it's the best time to go watch the football, but um. But the fact that you can watch that's that's why people don't go to the games because it's so easy and so good to watch it on TV now. You can watch all eight games live and not miss uh, a second of the others. But uh, on to my top five. So uh, round twenty one. I'm surprised. Yeah, you you boys didn't mention this one. Uh, round twenty one, two thousand five, forty six six over the Sharks in Cronulla. I drove to Cronulla, drove my old, my VL Commodore on my P's all the way to Cronulla. From um from Terrigal for for this one and um yeah the the fanatics like there was starting to build a, a heap of West Tigers fans just we'd see the same guys at every game and girls at every game that we went to and we we're sitting behind the post of course Benji Marshall's step step flick into Patty Patty into uh, Daniel Fitzhenry we were sitting like that they were running towards us. So Fitzhenry scored literally right in front of us in the crowd. It was just a perfect, perfect day of football. Sun, like Sunday afternoon, I still remember driving home, listening to 2GB on the radio and someone saying, like a West Tigers fan calling in and saying, like, I think we can win the grand final, which like in hindsight doesn't seem that, because well, we did, but we hardly, we never made a semifinal. Like, I'd, I'd never seen my, our team make the semi-final. And the team was so good, we were starting to think we could win it all. Yeah. So, which was cr- which was crazy. So, um, it wasn't got as back. But uh, I've got a bit of Scando, obviously, remembers this one. So, we've got a bit of Scando sure. uh, coming through now. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, Benji doing what he did and offloading, giving it to Paddy and with Fitzy inside. I think that's a yeah. classic on... Um, Try to get shown over and over again when talking about Benji. Um, but as a team, again, I think that's what round was that? That was would have been uh, what round it was, it was in July. It was uh, round twenty-one. So yeah, it was quite yeah. late. Yeah, yeah. Again, I guess that's where I think you know when I spoke about the Bulldogs game where everything was just working for us. I think that that, that just showed that was another game that demonstrated how you know in sync we were as, as, a, as a group. Um, you know, things just seemed to work. Um, I think it was at that stage. I still remember speaking to people. Um, you know, we could be losing the game, but we just had the confidence knowing that we could. You know, we could turn this game around by scoring more points. So, yep. um, and that game was, you know, perfect example. I think some of the tries we scored. A couple. Of, I think we actually scored. Matthew Reek scored a long, long range try. I think he might have. Um, 
Benji scored. I think Benji scored a couple. Yeah. Princey got Q. Princey got a hat trick that game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Princey got the hat trick. So that's what I mean. Like that's where these boys, you know, we all just seem. I don't know. Just everything seemed to work, and yeah. that game was. Um, it was even more sweet that it was at Shark Park. So um, you always, you always like beating teams at their home ground. So, um, but yeah, no, that's yeah, definitely some great games there. Yeah, thanks for that. Scando, um, yeah. Rob, what are your memories of this game? Uh, I remember at the time, well, I wasn't there, so I actually didn't get to go to that game, which is one of my regrets, to be honest, because I had no excuse not to go that day, even though it's a bit of a drive from where I live. Uh, I remember we piled on a lot of points in the like last 25, 30 minutes. I don't think it was that big a scoreline for most of the game, and then Maybe the last 25 minutes or so, we, we put on 30 of those points, of those 46. Um, and the other thing I remember, which is just yeah, pretty stupid, but uh, Scotty Prince being a bit of a mug there, um, imitating David Peachy. I don't know if you remember how David Peachy used to score a try. He used to like go really close oh, to, the, to the dead ball line. The yeah. Top, the dead ball yeah. line and put his arms out, you know, like a, you know, like a, like a bird sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just, I just remember him doing that. And I thought, wow, that's a bit, pretty in your face and and you know not not really nice to do but yeah the boys were cocky and and they could back up that cockiness so yeah it was, it was a good day but i just remember watching that replay over and over and over again so there was, there was a, a length of the field try in the first half where i think richards and benji were up the right hand side try line yeah, there the flick, benji fell over and flicked it yeah 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 it was yeah exactly benji, yeah and, and then even the, the try that you talk about for Fitzhenry, like even like Pat Richards' pass isn't even a normal pass. It was just like a, it was just like he was like dunking it on his head, you know. So it was just it's just a good times, guys. Good times. It's just those things didn't happen to the West Tigers back then. You know, we'd been around five or six years. Yeah, we you used know, we, all our luck in one year. We we were nobodies. <laughs> we were the one outsiders. You know, we had a little bit of a slump before we went on the roll and. Uh, yeah, it's just it, it, they're just beautiful times, guys. I, I'm really enjoying talking about this. It's that's yeah. really all we've got at the moment. But yeah, they're great times, and let's hope one day we can we can get those sort of good times back again. Uh, my next one, I thought I'd go pre 2005 uh, early merger days. So the comeback win at Campbelltown against the Knights, 36-32, round 23. 2001, Owen Craigie had a blinder. The Knights were up 24-6 or something at halftime. They were carving up. Um, yeah, I still remember watching this on TV. I know exactly I was at a friend of my parents' place um, watching it alone. As you know, I just remember yeah, I was watching it alone. All the parents were out. Uh, it was a Saturday night, I believe. The parents were out the back doing what parents do, having a drink. I was 13 years old, sitting on the couch, absolutely like thinking we're going to get it flogged because the Knights went on to win the grand final this year. They were a pretty good side. And growing up on the Central Coast, the Knights, a lot of Knights fans up there. So um, losing to the Knights wasn't much fun. But um, yeah, the comeback win was unbelievable. And the fact that I can remember a game that long ago. Um, we also got Shane Walker to, to comment about this one because he played in this one. Um, oh, we've got Scando as well. Scando doesn't remember too much about this one. We'll do it. We'll go Scando first. Yeah, I think I remember that. That was, 
Well, down 30 points. Down by 30 points. Close, close to that, yeah. It was 20, 24, 26-12 at half time or something, yeah. I think Kevin McGuinness scored the winning try, didn't he? Or one of the tries. That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he came just came back after his suspension, so it was being a close mate. He, I remember it. He was, um, yeah, it was pleasing, pleasing to see. And then um, our mate of the show, Shane Walker, he obviously played in this game. He remembers a fair amount of it as well. I come back to. I remember. I remember Owen fucking had a blinder. Kevin McGuinness in the second half was good. Corey Pearson was good in the second half. Yeah. I recall. It's, um, um, I mean, I was, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm trying to, yeah, I mean, my memory alone 21 years ago, um, <laughs> but I, I, I know the exact same, the exact place I was when I was watching it, like watching on TV and just thinking, oh man, like the Knights, they were a good side too. They won the comp that year. They won the comp that year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Andrew Johns didn't play. Yeah, correct. Yeah. He was on the, I can remember him on the sideline when we were getting back. To, I know a try or two out. He was fucking going off on the sideline. Yeah, right. he was shouting. He was shouting at the bo- his boys, and then we just went. That was when we. I remember it now. I remember when one of the boys said, "I can't recall who it was." I'll say. I'll just say. For instance, I might just say Darren Center. Yeah, noticed him on the sideline, and we had a look, and then we all fucking we knew we were in it. We were a big chance here, then you know. Yeah, big right. Chance. But it was a weird game, eh? That was a weird game. That it just. It, it, everything in the second half went our way, if mm. I remember. Like, all the calls, fucking boys are picking balls up down around their ankles. Corey yeah. Pearson was flick passing. It was fucking unreal. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, um, it stands out for me. I mean, yeah, I was from so long ago. It just Mate, we're on the wrong end of one the year before against Penrith. The one at Penrith. At, I was at, at that the, I was at that too, yeah. My, I, went Fuck. With, I went with my friend uh, from high school. We drove all the way down to Penrith from the Central Coast. Oh yeah, and, uh, I still remember. Yeah, Junior was dancing in the uh, in the box when you guys were up, and then fucking hell, you know when Hopper did the he did the rock when he scored, he pretended yeah. to throw his arm, hit the post. That yeah. was the turning point. Yeah, getting too cocky. And then, yeah, and I mean, then you know what? If we win that game, which we should have, we would have finished in the top four because after that we played Canberra in the snow. We would have won that. Yeah, and like a few things, then we started getting injuries and whatever. But if we that that Penrith game was the turning point. Um, because I think halfway through the year we were second or something. Correct. Yeah. But, uh, oh, thanks to uh, Big Shame Walker. Uh, I would apologise for the swear. I mean, he. he I love we, it. We, yeah, love he's it. just the passion. It's the passion. Uh, yeah, the passion from him. Talking about a game that he played in twenty-one years ago it was um pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> well. as, uh Yeah, the uh, the kid and me really enjoyed that chat with uh, Shane and hopefully he's going to come on come back, come back on the show again soon but uh, got a few games in there for one Rob do you obviously a little bit of a sad the sad memory the Penrith loss the year before when I think it was the one of the biggest comeback wins at that it, time it was we, yeah. we were up 31 to 8 we were up to 31 to 8 I'm trying to I think from memory it might have been it could have been Matt Adamson. It was some, so Hopperwadi was going to do the try celebration where you do like the world championship wrestling and go from. That's what Shane was talking about. The rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he went off the left post and he was like about to get to the right post and I think Matt Adamson or someone like that had pushed him. Yeah. Arc, pushed him. Um, and I don't know. Might have fired Penrith up or whatever, but they yeah. they get bullshit calls late in the game too. Pardon my French, but it it was just a crock. Pardon your French. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. I got, I got Shane Walker. Wrong. 
Man, Shane Walker yeah. was bloody Marco Polo. He's <laughs> allowed then, to do that. The player, he, he's a former star. Yeah, yeah, he's a legend. He's weird, weird such a good guy. So anyway, yeah, but yeah, that thirty-one to eight comeback was just—I just remember being gutted, and and he, he was right. That turned out to be a free fall. We we just went downhill from there, and and we never really recovered. And it was, you know, it would have been our first ever semi-finals appearance, and some of those blokes, you know, really would have deserved to play finals footy. It's a, it's a shame they never got to. You wouldn't remember much of 2000, 2001, as obviously you were seven, seven no. years old. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't have much recollection of uh, the early years at all. All I know is uh, dad wasn't too keen on the the merge in 99, and uh, he, he, he struggled to get into the games in those early years because it wasn't Balmain anymore, but he eventually warmed up to the team and by I think it was like 03 or something when I was 10. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. Was he Balmain or Wes? He was Balmain, yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the older fans um, are like that, but when we won the, won the comp, I think a lot of them came back around. I, I, I got My grandfathers were a bit like that as well. But um, yeah, history moves on. And talking about the modern time, uh, maybe a little bit of recency bias in this one, but round six this year, uh, Jackson Hastings field goal. Uh, the win on Easter Monday. Uh, a few things. I hate the Parramatta Eels. They, <laughs> that's a lot of it. If it wasn't, we beat, we obviously winning against South. The, I hate the Rabbitohs as well. But the fact that it, we lost the first five games, very similar to the Leichhardt, Cowboys game we're talking about earlier, it broke a losing streak. Losing streak came back in hindsight, but the fact that Parramatta bought most of the tickets, it was their home ground. We're playing Easter in Parramatta, which um, which sucks. So it wasn't of the... I sat next to Pete's in the comments. So I was sitting next to Pete uh, that day. And, man, we had West Tigers fans around us in our little corner, shoved in the corner of... Uh, Combank Stadium, and we were going off, going nuts when Jackson Hastings kicked that field goal. And uh, it's the close victories, I guess. We're talking about a few floggings and a few game winners. It's kind of in the games where you you kind of win by try to, I guess, aren't as memorable. But um, yeah, I mean, beating beating Parramatta on Easter, big crowd, like it just ticked all the boxes for me. And I couldn't. I could not have it in my top five. As you obviously remember this one, I remember it quite well. The two things that all live on in my memory are Dan Ganane's commentary when Jacko kicked the field goal, and the hit on Gutho from Laurie that sent Gutho into the following week. They were they were two brilliant moments of that game. Just. Where where was that Tigers team in the first five rounds? And then yeah. where is that Tigers yeah, team? Where have they been, been since? <laughs> <laughs> Rob, I offered you a ticket to come to this one, but um, you and Shane both knocked it back. Be be your regret not coming. I, I do regret. Uh, I got there a week later though, Josh, for the South game. You did, yeah. Um, look, we we kind of done a full three sixty. Uh, from the Cronulla game. Like, that game was basically a full 180. Uh, I was expecting to get flogged. I was expecting Madge to get sacked. 
the week after because I'd said once we get flogged twice, Madge is going to go. And then, in, you know, Jackson Hastings put on a show that day. He, his vision was amazing. Even Brooksy played well. Uh, Luch, you know, struggling over for a try when he had, you know, he's dragging people behind him. Uh, you know, the cross kick to Nofaluma. Uh, and obviously that just under 40 metre field goal. Even the lead up to the field goal, you know, Tamo offloading to Madden just to get those few extra metres, uh, all that sort of stuff there. It was just, I honestly thought at the time, this is the win that's going to turn not only our season around, but our club around. And it's going to keep Madge in a job. And and then we went and backed it up the week after, after South, with the South win, yeah. which was just was great. I remember with the power game, like I've, I've told you a dozen times on the show, Josh, I, I went off like a firecracker. And I remember thinking afterwards, I miss feeling like that. I miss that exhilaration. It wasn't the winning. It was like just yeah. Bull- like we, we didn't just beat it wasn't like we beat the Gold Coast or the Warriors yeah. who were nowhere. We were beating a team that was in the top four that was yeah. playing well. They were probably like a dollar and eight, you know, head to head to beat us. And I just thought, you know what? And then seeing Madge go off in the box, like I just loved everything about that game. The boys, the way they ran on the field, it was it was just a great day to be a tiger after all the shit we'd caught for five weeks. And it was a big Basically, like to all the reporters out there, it was a big like "fuck you," you know, like just get off our backs, get off our backs, stick that up your backsides, you know. So I was just, I was just so over the moon. I remember I showed you the video running around the back and all that sort of stuff that that we caught days later. But yeah, it was a good time. Oh, I remember, I remember seeing that video on Twitter. That was good. <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice to, it'd be nice just to have those sort of you know times again, and you know, hopefully we can get yeah. them next. I mean, we're not going to get him this year anymore. But, you know, obviously we've done a 180 since the South game and we've lost our coach and, and we're in a bit of disarray at the moment. But um, you know what, Josh, talking about all these games in the past, I mean, this is the reason why you, me, Shane, Aaron, all the fans, all the listeners that listen to us, this is why we're so passionate. This is, you know, like I, I yep. feel so tonight just talking about these games and we want this sort of success for the club again and, this is why we push. This is why we ask for change. This is why we're trying to hold people accountable, trying to make people be better, trying to make our club better. So, you know, I've, I've had a few regrets over some of the things that have happened the last week just for the sake of, like, is it really going to get anywhere? But, you know, talking about these games tonight, I realise why we're all doing it. So let's just hope this club can turn itself around, man, because, you know, we've got so many supporters and, and there could be so many good times ahead if the place was run, run right. Uh, right, going back to the golden year, 2005, my next one, round 20, 2005, I was standing on the hill, this was the first game, I've mentioned this on the show before, it was the first game I had my driver's license, so I drove down from the Central Coast uh, for it, Got a, somehow got a car spot, I, would you believe, the street that's parallel to um, Laurie Nichols Lane, you know the street at Leichhardt Oval? I got yeah. a car. I got a park on that street that day. I didn't. There was twenty three, nearly twenty three thousand people That's at this game. I reverse parked. Just got my license. Reverse parked um, my VL Commodore in that street, and the street wasn't. They didn't have the timed or anything. I don't know how that happened. Like I didn't get there overly early either. Like uh, just everything went right that day. <laughs> it. Um, yeah, we've got uh, Scando talking about this one, but the fact that the crowd, 
again, Rabbitohs, I hate them flogging. The, the, but, I mean, they were <laughs> much of an, an opponent back then. But just the um, the atmosphere, it's it's still one of the most talked about things in uh, in rugby league. So, Scando obviously remembered this one as well. Yeah, the record 23,100 or something, 300 and something, yeah. um, which I don't know how where they put them all, but... There was I still remember running out and there was people all over the houses along the fence just sitting there watching. Um, mate, I, I remember that that game clearly. Um, yeah, we just uh, when you when you run out of a of a packed Camelton Stadium or a, a Leichhardt, it's it's deafening and you know you get those goosebumps and I think the reason we did play so well is obviously the crowd being so vocal and um, you know we we're, we're just uh, great to be playing in front of such a, a big crowd and. The game, I don't remember too too many details of the game. Um, I just I still remember the crowd because I, 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 you know, obviously that's the record and yeah. um, it's going to be very hard to be broken because they, they've capped it to now to whatever it is. But um, but yeah, I still remember that crowd was uh, with everyone just sitting on the houses. But um, I can't remember what was the score. What did the score end up being? 40, 42-20. Robbie Farrell got a hat trick. Uh, Shane Elford, Pat Richards, Scott Prince, and Liam Fulton scored. And Hodjo kicked seven from eight. So that's right. Yeah, Hodjo got caught just. Backed up one of the tries and just tackled him, made it over the line. I think that was the one. You remember that one, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was. I don't remember again. I don't remember the details of the game. Yeah. I'm too busy tackling, mate, and making them look yeah. good. So I don't have time to uh, remember those things. Uh, good look. <laughs> right from uh, from Scando there. What are your memories of this one, Rob? Oh, look, the the South game for for my family is our like our family ritual. Like we we no matter what's going on, we have to go to the South game every year. It was uh, the first game that my dad ever went to was a South game, and he said to his mate, "Who do you go for?" And he said, "Team in red and green." So my dad said he'd go for the team in black and gold. So that's how we became Balmain fans from from that day. Uh, the last game my dad ever saw was a South game. Uh, oh, wow. And, after he passed away, the, the next game that we played South and they wore black armbands. And yeah, so the South things uh, got a you know a big, you know, sort of special place in my yeah. heart, even though you hate them. And I, I'd be a millionaire if you. Yeah, it's a bit of a family thing. Bit of, bit of a family thing for me too. Not um, just purely because, um, yeah, my, my uncle on my mum's side goes for South. So we have a few South fans in the family as well. So Tiger South is always pretty big for our family. But um, that's incredible, just the the coincidences with you. Yeah, it was, it's, just, it's just all yeah. crazy there. But um, Lee, I remember Lisa basically made us all like a, you know, we had a picnic lunch and we sat probably about on the quarter line uh, in the seats on the on the grandstand side. And, yeah, we just made a day of it. There were three games that day, so we got there nice and early. And I just remember, like, you know, obviously, like, the team ran right. Souths were never in the game, even though they got a few tries. Uh, but, yeah, Farrell was... Uh, you know, went rampant. I think we've discussed this game before. That was the first time I'd actually seen John Sutton play live for South. I remember thinking, wow, this guy can play. Like, he's he's a bit of a beast and he got a try that day. Um, but, yeah, like, we've been starved of success, Josh, like we are now. Like, we've, we've been out of the finals for 11 years now. Well, back then, we'd never played finals. It had only been six years. It was our sixth season of, of rugby league. So, yeah, that's why the crowd was so packed. The crowd was just screaming for success, and we, we we knew by then we were going to play finals. It was just a matter of where we were going to be in the top eight. So everyone came out there. It was packed to the rafters. I remember just take it took where we parked. We were actually in the car park, and it took like an hour to get out. And who cared? 
like we won we didn't yeah. care I, I would have stayed there two hours i could have slept there we were just so happy and yeah really really good times and uh yeah but i remember that day day vividly and uh yeah just having my young family there and thinking you know this is this is pretty neat like to have them there on the day that we're actually doing well for a change not on the previous years where we weren't making semi-finals and and stuff like that and the boys put on a performance to remember yeah it's just incredible in terms of games i've attended but um you couldn't move on like on the hill at leichhardt um i, I can't imagine sitting in my premium seat now but you, like i I don't think I went in the bathroom or anything in that game because you just couldn't move on the hill. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, and we play them... No, we play... Play South there this year. Para... What are our games there this year? Para... We've got Para. Uh, we had uh, South there last year. Last year. It was Para. So yeah, they, they put a number on us. Uh, a bit of a random one here that um, not overly memorable. So I flew up for to Townsville when we in 2011 we beat the Cowboys 38 to 18. Uh, Tim Maltzen played pretty pretty well in this one. Blake Ashford. I was sitting at uh, behind the post um, when they scored the majority of their tries uh, in the second half. Benji kicking seven from seven. Uh, firstly. Going to Townsville for a game, highly recommend it. Middle of the winter, shorts, thongs, like no jumper. It's the best. Uh, stayed on Magnetic Island, which is pretty cool. The little island off Townsville. I've done it twice for Tigers games. Nice. Now, so it, this was the old stadium. Obviously, Dairy Farmers, not the new one. So I wouldn't mind going up, uh, checking out the new stadium. But um, this was the start of the winning streak, 2011. And you probably can guess what our next loss after this game was. So, pretty pretty significant in um, kind of when that winning streak started in 2011. Uh, of course, for those playing at home, the next loss was a semi-final against the Warriors. Uh, yeah, when yeah, Chris and Inu uh, scored and broke our hearts. And we haven't played a semi-final since. Uh, do you remember this one at all? Rob, it's a bit random. Um, random I'd, one I'd, prob- here. I'd probably remember it if I saw the tries, Josh, but I can't remember. Yeah. It. Uh, and I don't know why because. So you're saying this was the first of our nine in a row that we won? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was the first of the winning streak. All right. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I don't know why I can't remember it. But um, to be fair, I don't remember a lot of the games in that nine game winning streak. I definitely remember Manly. I definitely definitely remember Saints. I always remember beating Saints. I love beating Saints. So um, that winning the winning streak that year. So Cowboy, we lost three in a row before this. So we lost the Melbourne Dogs para three in a row before this. But yeah. Then we beat the Cowboys in Townsville. Beat the Roosters at Leichhardt. Beat the Roosters is big for us. Uh, beat Manly at Gosford, which we talked yeah. about earlier. Uh, yeah. Beat the Dragons at the SFS. Beat Penrith and Penrith, uh, beat Parramatta, smacked Parramatta at the SFS, uh, smacked the Titans at Campbelltown, beat Cronulla last game of the year in Cronulla, and then obviously beat Dragons in the semi, and then of course came against the Warriors. I literally 
was this close to buying flights to Melbourne, I was that confident we beat the Cowboys. Uh, the Warriors, sorry, beat the Warriors in that semi. I still oh, the game, can't believe the game could we have been lost. over at halftime, Josh. I still can't believe we lost that game. It, like, yeah. I still lose sleep over it. Yeah, no, the, we, the we double, yeah, smiling saying the Inu double movement, absolute joke. Yeah, well, that double movement, like the worst part about it is when the video ref like blows time off in the video box, they extended the video past where the referee blew time off, if that makes sense. So, where, yeah. where Inu had got to, like the ref has blown his whistle, and then they've showed him extending out even more, but that. The ref had, like, the play was dead by then. But um, I think from memory, like, in that finals loss, like, uh, Galloway might have scored and Benji scored. And and the turning point was Chris Lyons made a break in the first half and, and threw just a shocking left-to-right pass on the inside with unmarked support. And we should have been up by three or four scores. And we it just caught, kind of kept him in the game. And we still should have won. But, yeah, but the last few minutes, we just didn't close the game out properly. And, you know, we made a couple of mistakes ourselves, which didn't help. But um, well, random... you'll have to fill us in on this game, Josh. I really can't remember it, to be honest. Yeah, that's fine. We don't have to talk about that game anymore. Just on the the Warriors semi, random memory I just had. My cousin was supposed to come the game with me. You're talking about how I had the perfect car spot for Leichhardt. I was meant to meet, my cousin was meant to meet me at the SFS for this, for the Warriors game. Someone ran into him, crashed into his car on the M5 on the way to the game and he couldn't make it. So I was at the game by myself, empty seat next to me, packed crowd, but empty seat next to me because my cousin had the other ticket. Um, and then that happened. So it's just kind of funny how how your your day kind of is determined by how the uh, how the West Tigers play. Right, as you've you've whipped up five games for us as well, let's um let's hear what you've got. Well having some technical here we go. He's back. He's switching. Having a bit of te- technical difficulties there, as. Yeah, my internet's been dodgy for the last uh, few days, so uh, okay. I've tried. I've tried to be going on my laptop, but every time the internet's cut out, I've just switched to my phone. Do you have the MBN in Orange yet? Uh. Well, you're still on dial-up. No, no, we've we've got the MBN. Um. I was I was taking the piss then. Sorry. Oh. Um, <laughs> What's your top five? Me, me being oblivious, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've I went the uh, extra level to, of challenge and grabbed my five, and I've ordered them from fifth to first. So Thanks. I'll start with my fifth. Uh, round 25, 2015, against the Warriors at Campbelltown, where we won 50 to 16. Rob, I see you're nodding your head there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was at this one as well. Was it Robbie's last... No, um, no it, was, where... it, was, it was the week after Robbie was told by Rod Reddy and Jason Taylor to, if you don't, this will be your last year or you're going to be playing reserve grade. And he, he scored and pointed to the to the box? Uh, I don't think he pointed to the box. I know I was pointing to the box from the <laughs> grandstand. And the grand, I'll, I'll tell you now, the grandstand it was, was pretty never, tense, so, yeah. never so violent, especially for a... You think about it, you know, we, we talk about us being one West Tigers group now, but Campbelltown sort of back then was, you know, there was a lot of magpie sort of support there and Jason Taylor's a favourite son and jeez, he copped it. I've never seen a bloke cop it so hard. It was beautiful, actually. But, <laughs> yeah, but the, the boys the boys put on a big show that day. Yep. 
uh, especially considering the season was finished. But um, yeah, exactly. And it was Pat Richards and Keith Galloway's last home game. Yep. 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 That that the memory for me, it was the Pat Richards blowing the whistle for his own try in the in the in the second oh, yeah, half. Yeah, Spalling said that. Yeah. Yep, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> we scored six tries in the second half in just an onslaught. So that was that's my memory of the game, and that's why I really enjoyed that one. Um, yeah, Robbie scoring the first try for the team of the match. Mm. It was yeah, it was. He was a ter- he poetic, was a term poetic justice. Day. And not just that, like the way that the whole team swarmed around him as well. Yeah. It was not a good look for, for, you know, Taylor and the management. You could see what it meant to the 17 blokes out there who were who were playing alongside Rob. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's next, Az? Next one is uh, 2017, no, 2019. Uh, against the Broncos up at Suncorp, all I have to say about this one is clutch cheek am. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was I, I was um and an iron whether I go the uh, the the clutch game against the Broncos or the one against the Rabbits. Yeah, a couple months later, I was at um, the Rabbitohs one. I was there too. I yeah. I love that. I think that was our first win at Bankwest, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, I, I went with the Broncos uh, one. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. I went with the Broncos one because it was the first time we had seen him do anything remotely special. Uh, and yep. the way he just, he, he, was, I still don't understand how it happened because he was surrounded by five Broncos players. Um, he somehow evades all of them. And then he makes, um, Darius Boyd slip over his own feet and goes yeah. past him and scores a beautiful try. Yeah, it was couldn't happen to a nice, nicer bloke. But um, yeah, I was in, I was in, in my Airbnb three o'clock in the morning. Got up to watch on my phone using a VPN, um, so I could watch on Ko. I was in Denver, Colorado, uh, going to a Denver Nuggets game the following, uh, following day. You were you were all over the place there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was literally. Yeah, I was literally. It was three. Yeah, three in the morning. It was. Um, there was a blizzard outside, so it was pouring snow outside where I was. Um, Did you still manage to watch the game? Hey, yeah, Aaron, using a VPN. Yeah, Aaron. Did we have to wait for the video to confirm that try from memory? We did, yeah, because they thought it was a double movement, but yeah. he he kind of slid over the line, and they awarded it to him. Yeah, yeah, I was going nuts. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, all- Madge, Madge going nuts in the box was great too. Yeah, Madge was Madge coach then. Yeah, is that long he's been coach? Wow, he's, he's our second longest serving I coach. I was after, uh, after the head of football, I suppose only three years ago. Yeah, yeah, Madge uh, did three full seasons and then obviously yeah. started this year. So we go through yeah. them that quick. I didn't realize. Um, right, what's next, as? Uh, next, my number three is the Easter Monday 2015 Eel, uh, Tigers beat the Eels 22-6. to six. My favourite memory of this game, watching it on TV, was the Pat Richards miracle kick off the side of his boot as he was being thrown over the sideline yeah. uh, that Tedesco somehow managed to score uh, right alongside the, 
right alongside the dead and goal line as well. That was, and I just remember the, the commentators uh, going off about this one. They like the the moans and the groans as they really slowed down Pat Richards kicking it just before he was taken out. That was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, because... it was all, it's always nice to be power on Easter Monday. We've done it a few times. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was at this one. Rob, what do you remember of this one? Yeah, I, I was there, but I, I was on the other side of the field. So Teddy scored in the furthest diagonal point uh, to where I was sitting. But I remember it being a massive crowd. Uh, I remember going off. And, and I kind of think, Am I wrong in saying our points came at the back end of the game? Um, uh, I, I, don't, I don't remember 100%, but I feel like it was just a bit of a lull game and then maybe we just kind of got away from him in the last 15 minutes, but I could be wrong. I, I yeah, just, you're right. We uh, So, Paris scored the first try in the 29th minute through Pete's. We yeah. scored a try in the 39th minute that wasn't converted through Nagama. So, Para led 6-4 at halftime. Yeah. That Tedesco try was in the 69th minute. And That's then, what I thought. Yeah, yeah, we went on from it. Yeah, okay. Richards in the seventy fifth, and Brooksy in the seventy eighth. This is Great the photo, photo I was man. telling you. There's a photo I was telling you about off air. So we waited literally for the try to come up on the, uh, <laughs> on the that's, screen. That's great. That's great. It's all the power awesome. fans in the background crying. It, um, that was a good one. Yeah, we're in a box for that. We're in a. We're in a. Yeah, we're in the box. Uh, <laughs> You guys say cheese, or did you say Hain Plain? Uh, uh, Big just smiles, thumb, thumbs up. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a running joke in my family. Thumbs up to do your pointer because my little, it's my little cousin when he was little would go thumbs up and do his pointer finger. But um, that's what we we're doing there. But um, yeah, it uh, that was that was a good one. I just found another one. I have to share with you too. As go go to your next. Uh, with you, Rob, as well. Rob, what's yeah, your sure. name? Uh, oh, again, your name's mixed up. Uh, <laughs> as, as, what is your next next game? Probably a bit of recency bias in this one as well. I had no confidence whatsoever going into this game that the team could get the job done. It was in 2020, not long after the lockdown was ended and we could go to games again. It was us beating the Broncos 48 nil at Leichhardt, round 10. Um, main, main reason why I wasn't confident was because the Broncos had just beaten the Bulldogs the week before after the, the seven-game losing run or whatever post-COVID. So I I had no confidence in this one because I thought, okay, the Broncos, they're the team that could probably get a bit of a run on with it now. So I went to the game, no confidence whatsoever, uh, and then we just completely blew them out of the park. I loved Luciano scoring a try uh, for zero tackle after a dropout. That was a lot of fun. Um, I was in the crowd while the Harry chant went up when Harry Grant went off the field. Good, A good, fun game to be at for my second game post-COVID lockdown. Obviously, the first one was the Panthers one where Luch got sent off or binned or whatever for his ridiculously stupid hit on Edwards, I think it was. So, yeah, a much better memory a couple of weeks later beating the Broncos 48-0. So the Warriors game you mentioned before, this, this photo is tiny, but I, I obviously don't have a high res of it. Rob, it's tiny. If you squint, do you remember the We Love You Robbie sign at Campbelltown that day? Yeah. yeah. 
So if you look to the right, you have to really. I can't get it any bigger. There's a guy sitting. The guy in the black jacket next to the sign. That's me. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'll look at it later and make it a bit bigger. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. My wife was off getting food or something at that point. But um, there was a couple of photos of that sign, and where we were literally sitting behind them. Yeah. Hey guys, that dumb game that as just mentioned, that was a game. I'm pretty sure uh, Brooks was on the bench. And he didn't come on till about fifteen minutes left. Yeah, that's uh, correct. He yeah, was he was on the bench till very late. Yeah, Benji played halfback, and Billy Walters was number six, or vice versa. Uh, you know, same same thing. Anyway, they were the halves, and and they yeah, we we just put a number on them. I think it was a Friday night game too, wasn't it? It feels uh, like I, I remember watching it on TV. I remember watching it on TV. It was it feels like it was a Friday night game? Yes, it was the Friday night game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. Good. Good, Speaking good of, win. Uh, Speaking of Billy Walters, his was the other try in that game that I really liked. Uh, scoring a try against the team he grew up idolizing that he's now playing for, obviously. But um, just the desperation of him to chase the little grubber and plant it down, that was that was really good to watch too. Just yeah. just every all of the nine tries that night were great to watch. I was I was disappointed we didn't put fifty on them because we scored our last try against them. Uh well, actually, we scored our second last try against them with um, still with 27 minutes in the game, and then that last 27 minutes we only scored the one more. So, yeah, there was potential for a really, really big score there. We we just couldn't quite go along with it. Yeah, with what you're saying, it could have ended up being our biggest ever winning margin if we'd have gone on with it. I mean, it, sh- it should have been. <laughs> yeah. That much time, guys. Gussie, our friend of the show, Gussie. Do you, does anyone know who Joanna Jedrzejczyk is? He reckons my wife looks like her. I'm trying to Google her. I can't work out who she is. Gussie, who, who is she? Um, yeah, no idea who that is. Is that an actress <laughs> or something? But um, go on you, Gussie. He's always uh, <laughs> bringing up the uh, the good comments. But, Gussie, by the way, too, mate. Yeah, Gussie, send us emails, checking checking in on us this week. You're the you're the best, man. But, Very good man. Gussie's um, sending us a lot of love in the comments all the time. Good on he Gussie. does. He's he's the he's the king of the comments, Gussie. He's the hype. Um, he's the hype man. <laughs> the hype man. He's he's the Laurie Nichols of our comments. We've got a few. We've got a few hype men. Yeah, yeah. We've got a lot of regulars, but Gussie, he's in there early all the time. Probably got a singlet, shadow boxing, just like Laurie. Uh, is that is that your five as? No, that's um, that's that's four. I've got one more. That's four. Beautiful. Bring my my all time favorite. Um, this was my first real memory of a game at Leichhardt because I don't think I went to any games in 2016. There, my my first year as a Leichhardt member was 2018, but I did go to one in 2017, and it was round 23, Tigers 30, Manly 26. That, that was that comeback, wasn't it? That was a comeback, yeah. So uh, ET scored the first try in the seventh minute. Uh, I remember on the replay of it because I've watched it a few times since. He got up thinking he hadn't even scored, and it even went up to the video ref as a no try. They ended up awarding it to him. Uh, we then got steamrolled for the rest of the first half, and we were trailing twenty to six at halftime because Cherry Evans had scored a double and then Akili Uate scored another double as well. Um, so we were down, yeah, down by a bit at halftime. Then we scored the first two tries of the second half through Kev and Lollahia. 
And then off the kickoff after that one, Tedesco drops the ball. So Manly get one back through Lloyd Perrett off the next set. And then it was a bit of a grind after that. Well, not well, not after that, but Sawaso scored a try near the posts in the 61st minute. So three minutes after the Perrett one. Um, and then it was a real battle with us down by two for that last period of the game before Malachi Wateni Zalesniak scores a try with about a minute and a half to go. Um, they end up sending that one to the video ref as well because it looked like Cherry Evans was obstructed, but the bunker of the video ref made the right call in saying that he he made the defensive decision and then took a dive. So they awarded that one to us. And as it came up on the big screen that the try was given, I remember um, Rabs in commentary saying, you'd think they'd won the grand final by the way we were all celebrating. Um, and I still remember because I drove home after the game, so straight from Leichhardt all the way back to Orange. So it was a really late night, but I I got home on adrenaline. I had no voice left. I blared Eye of the Tiger as loud as I could pretty much the entirety of the trip. That was It's just that game is going to stick in my memory for a long time. And, yeah, my first real memory of a Leichhardt game. Absolutely loved it. Okay, so I've Googled. Sorry to, to go back. Uh, a conversation on you, as so they're saying in the comments, this Joanna chick is a UFC fighter. I just googled her. I'm not into fighting. That's obviously why. But um, but uh, I'm just googling what she looks like. She looks absolutely terrifying. So Gussie, you bang on, mate. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, she's not. A, she's <laughs> before before. She, there's a few photos of her. She's got the famous that famous photo where her heads. Very, uh, very swollen, but uh, pre when her head's she's actually quite a good sort. But um, thanks, Gussie. I'll take it as a, I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> you are uh, a man, Josh Barnett. You are a uh, this is a test to see if you listen to this episode. Rob's right, going to show her now. <laughs> uh, Monday night, no game to review. We'll work out something fun to talk about. Um, yeah, hopefully. Uh, we had Shane of Shane Walker come on, do his comments before. He's trying to get a few of his ex teammates to come on, and he t- uh, mentioned bringing on a guy. It's a Balmain player. I know we're West Tigers, but um, it's a, a Balmain Tigers legend and a childhood hero of mine. And if he can pull that off, it um, yeah, and. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. I mean, we've had Jimmy Jack on before. We've had, um, yeah, we'll have West guys as well on. I know we get accused of being Balmain biased, but if if Shane can bring up this uh, Balmain legend for us and bring him on the show, it um, yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. I did. I tell you about. I told you about that, didn't you, Rob? Uh, you did. I wonder if Shane can come on Monday. We can maybe. We can yeah, yeah get them both on. Let's get them both. Get them both on together. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully uh, uh, we'll see see what happens. It's um the thing yeah. about all these former players is they all have jobs now. It's not like the the, the modern players where they they earn so much money, um, they can just put it away and they'll be set for life. These these former players have jobs, and we um we appreciate uh, Shane and Scando coming coming on tonight. But um yeah, so it was good to go back in time with you boys tonight. I thought we'd do a quick hour episode, but and that was too much fun. Yeah, was it was good fun. fun. Loved it. We, 
we could even yeah there's there's so many games like we had to leave out so maybe we can you do could, a part yeah, two i was about to say you could do a part two eventually <laughs> yeah do a part two maybe we do a user um you guys send us in via podcast at westlife.com and um yeah maybe later in the year because talking about the actual games the 2022 games might not be as much fun so uh Guys, have a uh, good weekend. Sorry, oh, yeah, sorry, Josh. Guys, yeah, what we, have you got? We had we had uh, one sent to us in the Discord. If you wanted to read that out, oh uh, yeah, who is? Have you got it in front of you? Yeah, I've got it in front of me. Yeah, who who is it? And what game is it? So it was Tiger two zero four seven. Yeah, uh, oh, I it was. It's one we already talked about. The two thousand and five round three win versus the Bulldogs. I've just got it on the screen. Look at that. I, could, oh, I was trying to get off the screen. <laughs> I left it on the screen. It was like it was fate. I was trying to get off the screen and it wouldn't couldn't get off the screen. Um, yeah. He so if you do... he he said he left a few notes about it. He said uh, with a Scott Prince field goal to win thirty seven thirty six. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's added he's added another one. Two thousand and five round twenty versus South with a record breaking crowd at Leichhardt. Two thousand and twelve round twenty two when we flogged Para and Corabetti played amazing. Uh, well, that's, that's my. Yeah, that's what 20, this one for next time. I guess. Yeah, twenty twelve round twenty two. Yeah, we'll do this again for sure. But thanks to everyone joining us. Not as many people on the live show tonight. Maybe people taking a break from uh, from footy. And if you want to join us in the Discord, Patreon dot com forward slash Westlife. It's literally like three bucks or something to uh, to join up and join us all in the Discord. And yeah, we chat about what we're going to do on the show, and we get the guys involved. Um, with everything, every, uh, everything there, and uh, chat, say things that we can't say on air. Plenty of swear words. If you like swear words, then the uh, the Discord has plenty from uh, from us. But um, enjoy your weekend, guys. As always, go the Blues. Firstly, on Sunday, fingers crossed they can tie up the uh, series. But in the comments, guys, drop it. You know what we do and what we say. As always, go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Thanks for listening to another episode of the West Life Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by West Ashfield Leagues Club and as well as MG Pump Solutions. If you could please subscribe if you'd love to hear us again. We're going to have episodes every twice a week, every week this season, Mondays and Thursdays. So we're going to, as the season rolls in, uh, be sure to catch us every week. And if you can, give us a like on the socials, so at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, search for Westlife Podcast on Facebook. And if you'd like to take part in the show, uh, patreon.com forward slash Westlife. It's just a couple of bucks a month to help grow the show. We'll see you again next time on the Westlife Podcast.